Welcome everyone to the Million Vegan Grandmothers podcast. And I have Chelsea Davis and Serena Farb. And these are two activists, amazing vegan warrior young women who are just trailblazing the paths and letting us know that we are able to change. We're able to change and become truly who we are. And, and that is, um, you know, normalized nonviolence. We move from what has become a normalized violent society where um, children are being desensitized at a very young age to saying, no, no, we're not okay with that anymore. So this year was the first ever vegan Earth Day March because how could there be an, an Earth Day March without it being vegan because of the incredible um, powers of going vegan and how quickly the planet uh, can regenerate if we all go vegan. So I'm going to ask you two beautiful souls to take it away. And I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to listen and intervene periodically. Do you want to start, Serena? Uh, sure. Thank you so much for having us on. And um, we're so grateful to Million Vegan Grandmothers as well for um, all of your support with the march and everything you do in the world too. So, um, but yeah, so the Vegan Earth Day March, um, it was uh, something originally that I kind of had an idea in the back of my head for back in like 2019 when I was living in Kansas City and participating in a lot of the youth climate strikes, supporting some of my high school students at the time. Um, getting involved with those. And I love the momentum and all of the inspiration that was coming from Greta Thunberg, like the youth climate activist who is, um, last I heard, eating a plant-based diet. Um, and, and I love the momentum, but I felt like there was a very large piece missing, which was you looked around at all of these events and marches and almost no one was talking about our food system and agriculture and the role that um, our food choices play in harming the planet and climate change and all of that. So that kind of got the idea rolling in the back of my head. And then, you know, fast forward to um, post pandemic and I connected with Chelsea and we ended up uh, creating the first ever International Vegan Earth Day March. It's amazing. So when did you start strategizing that and, and getting together and deciding this was going to be uh, something you're going to bring forth? Um, it's been a, a long time, lots of slow processes. You know, like every time I get an idea for something, I like start making documents and notes like immediately. So like I, I'd written some stuff down in 2019. Um, but I'd say like the last six or so months um, leading up to Earth Day this year were when we were really working, um, you know, really hardcore on on uh, spending. I mean, at least for me, it was like, you know, very much a full-time job working overtime um, to coordinate everything. And I think that's probably true for Chelsea as well. Yeah. And it was in December that we officially partnered with um, Animal Safe Movement and with that Climate Safe and plant-based treaty. And before that, we had already had a lot of discussions with climate healers, which is, you know, food healers as well, and Unchained TV. So I would say things really got going in January. So it was pretty quick uh -huh. to mobilize. <laughs> That's very quick. That's very quick. And April this year, I don't know about anywhere else, but it was sure a, a very warm time for Canada. And 
and we're already in a bit of a drought. So I think it's really awesome that we are coming together and, and just able to say, hey, you know, we can we can stand together. I know in my city, I got to meet a whole bunch of vegan activists because of this organization that you have committed to. My work has been mostly on my own and online, you know, with uh, my climate healers um, group and Dr. Will Tuttle's group, you know, the compassion circles. And it was really great meeting a bunch of activists in my area. I felt it's very interesting when you get together with other vegans because you never really feel that you have to get to know them on some level. <laughs> There's this knowing already, you know, you just kind of have this camaraderie. And, and so, and I'm sure that, you know, a lot of the hippies from my time when they joined together to save, try to save forests and, and other uh, bodies of water, you know, they probably felt that same feeling coming together. And, and that's, what we're doing more or less so I guess my question would be you know I was just having this dialogue with Chelsea and and Serena before we started this podcast and about how a lot of people my age they look forward to retiring so they could go golfing and go on to trips and you know it and I see it I see it in their eyes their light starts to dim a bit you know they go and they gather in these communities of these retired people and they golf and they, they drink alcohol at night and they, they're basically filling in time. And that may sound a little bit judgmental, but I had a vision a couple of years ago that the grandmothers would gather. I have this deep, deep, deep love as many grandmothers do for, their, for my grandchildren. And, and they're not being raised vegan at this point, um, but I'm telling you, hottest conversation with them every time I see them they ask me another vegan question they're four and six and and their dad's telling them that vegans can't be strong so I decided because I had I'm, I'm quite strong because I do yoga but I decided I wanted to get a little bit more more strong a little bit stronger and so I started doing a little bit of a workout and and their mother works out really regularly with much heavier weights and my six-year-old grandson when I was there last time a couple times ago he says Oma you should arm wrestle with my mom she's <laughs> like okay I didn't think in a million years I would beat her she lifts quite heavy weights and she couldn't put me down not with my dominant or not <laughs> so you know we we do we we on a whole food plant-based diet and a vegan diet and the energetics just the energetics alone of of bringing in the energy of peace and compassion and it it makes you strong and it allows you to stay nice and detoxified because the my study uh my master's study in plant-based nutrition was just that that pretty well all disease has an inflammatory and a toxicity um component and that's one beautiful gift that we have eating plants right and planting trees is is that we get to return to our innate wisdom and we're not going to degenerate at 60 or 70 we get to live a much richer life than that so that's enough uh from me but I would love you both to comment on that I, you know I I'm I know that um Chelsea I know you have a mother-in-law that's on board with you and 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 Serena was born vegan. And so her parents are right on board. And what's that like as you watch some of the elders that are coming into this community 
um, that are choosing a vegan lifestyle. It's been really beautiful to watch my mother-in-law kind of have this awakening. Um, she lives on a beautiful piece of property. I, I live in Portland. She lives up by Bald Peak Mountain and Shehalem Hills. Um, there was actually a big fire there uh, a couple years ago, so people might know of it. But she's really, she's always been really connected to nature, but um, in not the best way. <laughs> I'll say my my husband, before I met him, he, he was actually an avid hunter and his father was a fishing guide for 30 years, her husband. So he had been hunting since he was in the womb and she had always been connected to nature, but in a way of kind of um, watching all of this harm happening. But it was interesting because as we've had more conversations, she would say like, well, you know, I would never hunt deer with Craig, her husband, because I knew that that was my spirit animal. Mm -hmm. So she knew that inside of her, but she didn't have a conversation with her husband about that, about not harming deer or put that into her son as he was growing up. So it's interesting. And then she said she didn't really care for fishing. She would go, she would search for snails or the worms or whatever for him to help him, but she didn't want to be actively involved in it. So she was still participating in it in another way. Now that her husband has since passed and she's been surrounded by <laughs> veganism because of me and, and my husband now, and she comes to events, she's very um, awakened and she's starting to really understand. And now she has animals that come into her, her yard. Like she had this family of deer come into her yard and she truly felt like that was her family coming in and she was talking to them. And now we we're talking about going on a trip and she said, I can't leave because the hummingbirds like I have to refill the hummingbird feeder. And it's just been really amazing to see her connect to nature in a more holistic and, and beautiful way. And um, even she's come to events of mine and she's gotten on the speaker and said, thank you all of you for being here for animals and she'll cry. And she's really getting in touch, which has been really amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then to speak on the the strength um, aspect that you were talking about with your grandkids, there's some really amazing children's books. I don't, I'm sure you already have a ton of them, but talking about how you can be big and strong and, you know, do amazing mm -hmm. things as a vegan. And um, it's interesting because that was something that my husband said when we first started dating and he just wasn't aware for whatever reason of how strong and amazing vegans can be. So luckily I was organizing VegFest at the time, literally right when we started dating. And I was like, hey, you should come down. He ended up volunteering and meeting a lot of people. And I got to introduce him to like Robert Cheek and the plant built team that was living here at the time. And he was like, oh my gosh. And then he got really into it. And now he follows all of them. And before COVID, we were both doing weight training and I mean, he was, he was like challenge on, you know, I'm going to be big and strong <laughs> as a vegan and your recovery is so much better. And mm -hmm. like you said, your energy, like it's just, it's a cleaner energy that you feel when you're vegan. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of in a different way, but similar for my parents. So they uh, have both been vegan about 30 years, a little over 30 years now, um, and, you know, I, I love showing people pictures of my dad and my parents are a little bit on the older side for like the average age of 
a lot of my friends' parents as well. Um, they had me when they were a little bit older. Um, so my dad is in his seventies and, um, I, I think it's really funny to like show people pictures of my dad and I'll be like, guess how old he is, <laughs> you know? And he is like, generally I'd say very fit and does not look his age for, you know, especially in America, the average, you know, 70 something year old man. Um, and, and people never guess they're like, oh, he's like in his forties or fifties. I'm like, okay, just, just 20 years off, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and the way my parents both live their lives, you know, they're, they're, they live out in the country and they, uh, garden a lot and they're still like building like tree houses in the back of their woods like to um, let people stay like very livable tree houses um and uh they're very they're both very active and run and work out and they've been you know thriving on plants for over 30 years now and it's uh it's it shows <laughs> beautiful and are they, do they get other people involved who aren't vegan yet? Are they comfortable talking to people wherever they go? How do they, how do they do their work, Chelsea? Or sorry, Serena. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a lot of my inspiration for activism came from my mom. So I grew up not just vegan and eating a plant-based diet, but attending protests, veg fest. Like I was leafleting when I was, you know, six or seven years old um, with my mom. So I had her as a role model, um, sometimes, you know, as a child, a little on the maybe annoying side of like, oh, we're in the grocery store. Can we not stop and talk to someone in the dairy aisle for half an hour every time we go to the grocery store? Um, but, uh, my mom was very big on, you know, every, every interaction in life, every, everything is an opportunity to, um, share the truth with someone else. And, uh, my dad is, is, uh, a little quieter sometimes, but, um, and Chelsea knows, but he plays poker and that's kind of what he does for fun now in his sort of retired age. But every time our family would attend vegan Summerfest, which is the one main con vegan conference that my dad always went to with us, he'd come back and like be sitting at the poker table and he comes home and would tell us these stories, you know, and he'd be like, oh yeah, this guy was saying this about, you know, he's got high cholesterol and this and that. And he'd be like, so I told him, you know, you know, quit eating that crap and you can, you know, so it, he's not the biggest activist most of the time, but when he spends a lot of time around vegans and a lot of, here's a lot of nutrition information again, he, he starts sharing it a little bit. Oh, that's great. And Chelsea, does your, um, Post hunting husband now vegan does does he share messages with his friends and it, does he feel comfortable doing that and 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 does your mother in law share with people? So my, my husband is very um, confrontational. <laughs> We're very different, and he loves it. So he's also he's a professional poker player. So Serena and I have talked about this and like he brings vegan snacks with him. You know, he plays five nights a week and he brings vegan snacks with him and he's sharing jerky with, you know, soy curl jerky and mushroom jerky with people. And one day somebody was like, what do you, what else do you have in there? A Rice Krispie treat. And he, he did, he had a vegan Rice Krispie treat and pulled it out and threw it at him. And he has great conversations with people. And um, he also plays video games 
And a lot of times it's with people that you don't know. And he'll confront people about whatever, you know, if they're using bad language or if they're, you know, talking, if there's something and they'll, they'll make a joke about him being vegan or something like that. And he's, he's on it. So um, he has been able to influence some of his friends, which has been really, really cool. And just seeing like his, how his advocacy is. And I think that really shows that like, we need everybody because everybody's advocacy is a little bit different and everybody's story is different. Like him being a former hunter, he can reach people that I could never reach. Me with my background in, you know, childcare and more being more empathetic my whole life, I can reach people in a certain way. And what I do as an event coordinator, I'm, I'm able to create spaces for people to learn, but, um, yeah, it's really cool. And then with my mother-in-law, she, she's more quiet on, you know, she's on the quiet side, but she does like, and she's, um, she keeps to herself a lot, but she's been really enjoying watching, you know, different documentaries. She got really into watching different documentaries and then she'll call me up and she's like, oh, I, she's a, um, like a thrifter too. And she's very creative. She was a art teacher for many years in ceramics. And she goes, I pulled out my old uh, screen printing thing that it's probably broken and you know she's got to fix it and stuff but she's like I'm making a shirt that says save the earth <laughs> and you know it's so she's starting to like do more things like that which is cool because then she'll wear things and then you know maybe that'll lead to conversations well that's great and yeah, that is that is always a key uh piece is that everything matters every every little bit mm -hmm. of work that we do every conversation we have and and, you know, love looks different for different people, you know, bunch of young guys. I remember when my son first came and sat at a spirulina booth at the farmer's market and tagged me off for a bit. I'm telling you, there were probably, it was this great, big, handsome, six foot five guy, you know, selling spirulina. And there were a lot more people that stopped in than, than when I was there, you know, just a whole, <laughs> a whole different crowd. So um, I think that's really true. And as we, you know, and, and to never be surprised at, at who will have a conversation with us, to not prejudge that. You know, I'm sure that you two are on the front lines a lot more than I am. So I think that, yeah. So I think I would love to have a little bit more conversation before we wrap it up on how we can go forward in, you know, in our cities, the cities that were involved internationally with the first vegan Earth Day, I know you would like to keep that momentum going, not just on Earth Day, you both. Uh, so I know right now with Serena, you're touring and giving lots of talks and Chelsea's doing her stuff and you're both incredibly full on. And I'm wondering what the listeners and the grandmothers and anyone else that wants to join, uh, how we can keep the momentum going in the different cities and, and the organizers in those cities also. Yeah. Do you want me to take that on? I go for yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think the biggest thing right now is if people were inspired by Vegan Earth Day March to start a plant-based uh, treaty chapter in your city and start working towards getting your city to endorse, or maybe if you have um, a large company or even your school, um, there's a lot of work being done right now, school to school, or especially like um, with charter schools, they have different rules than public schools do. So you can have 
you can you can get further with getting them to adopt to not have the requirement of having you know cow's milk or having more plant-based options in the schools colleges tend to be a little more open to that as well um, especially the private colleges so doing more of that type of work locally but also looking into what's happening right now in the federal government, the USDA is working on their uh, updating their guidelines specifically for school nutrition right now, and that's continuing to happen. So that's something that people can learn more about and become more aware of and find out how they can be more involved. And I know that the Vegan Grandmothers has sent letters on this and um, sending letters to the editor is really powerful too, too just getting the word out about that. And with that, also the U.S. Farm Bill is being updated this year, and that only happens every five years, same with the USDA uh, school guidelines. So this is really the time to, if you're passionate about this and changing food systems and changing the way that, you know, your grandkids or children in your life are being fed food, this is the time to really learn more about it and get as involved in, as possible. Yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> Is there a place where people could find the letters if they want to tap in? Is there a website? Um, how would people get a hold of the letters or the information that's being generated, you know, at the time um, and so that they could forward the letter off or, or, you know, revise it a bit and send it off in present time? Because I know that the farm bill, for example, uh, you know, there's there's a closing dates for this stuff. And so if we get involved, like I often tell the grandmothers, you know, if we get sidetracked, we can completely lose vision, but just to grab that letter, revise it as soon as we, you know, as soon as we can, and then get it off. So it doesn't get forgotten because that's, that's, you know, we have this little window of time where we remember stuff. That's yeah. important. I agree. So I definitely recommend people follow us on social media. We're Vegan Earth Day March. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. And then also on Twitter, we're vegan underscore earth underscore day. And then I would also highly encourage people to follow Chili's on Wheels. Um, Eloisa does incredible work specifically with the USDA, and she's the one that we've been really supporting through the letter writing campaign and there's a new um there's a new call to action with the guidelines right now that she's just announced so i definitely recommend doing that in terms of the farm bill um the agriculture fairness alliance with connie she's incredible and they're doing a lot of amazing work literally on the ground of dc lobbying every day to try and update the farm bill so highly recommend following them joining their vegan voters hub, which is a new program that they've started and just starting to educate yourself, you know, go and explore both of their websites. There's a lot of wonderful information on there and then follow them on social media as well, because they post when there's new action items to complete. Great. That's a lot of resources. That's amazing. <laughs> Serena, how can people also uh, follow and move forward and, and follow you specifically with the, some of the talks you're doing I'm sure some of them have been recorded yeah so um I'm focusing more on the education side right now and I also share a lot of the resources um that Chelsea just shared like at the end of my talks when people are asking how they can get involved as well um but for me personally like I have a list of my um, upcoming public speaking gigs on my website bornvegan.org and then I also share and post them on my Instagram um, which is born vegan uh, one and um, 
Yeah. And then uh, on my website, I also have an email newsletter, very uh, infrequent, <laughs> but when I do send it out, um, it usually has dates and 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 then I, if people want to get involved or help um, on the education side of things as well, if they want to organize a lecture or um, bring me to a school in particular, like high schools and or universities, and we're, I'm going to start scheduling for the fall soon because the school year for this year, at least for universities, is pretty much run out. Um, but that is, I think, where the most potential is right now, like speaking to people, particularly young people who are seeing a lot of the impacts of these things, whether that's climate change or food issues or health issues in their families, um, it's becoming more and more obvious and more and more young people that I talk to are like, yeah, this, this bothers us. We want to do something about this. We want change. We want better school food. Um, and so I think there's so much potential there with young people in schools and universities being super open to this information and wanting to get involved. So if you know anybody that wants to learn more or have a presentation at their school, um, you can reach out to me through my website uh, as well. Maybe you will come and do a tour through Canada. That would be fun. Maybe I will someday. <laughs> Summer's best. Yeah, so you're not yeah. running to icy roads, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Any final words from either one of you? I'd love to add that we also have a newsletter with uh, the Vegan Earth Day March that we're hoping, or we will be keeping up on. Um, so people can visit our website, veganearthdaymarch.org and sign up for the newsletter there. And we are trying to do our best to when big things happen with you know, USDA or the Farm Bill to send those out and keep people updated and let them know how they can foster change um, on the local level up to federal level and international. And I'd also love to mention, um, so with my platform, I'll say Veggies Do It Better, I also do a lot of event coordination, including the Vegan Night Market, which I have two summer dates coming up. That's in Portland. It's a huge food festival, but not only a food festival, it's really focused on small businesses and local nonprofits and fundraising. And then we have so much fun like this one uh, coming up in June on June 24th is all pride themed so it's all about equality and rights for all and it's going to be really colorful and we'll have a fun you know pride outfit contest and photo booth and DJ and so I love um, you know creating events like that and if people ever have any questions about how to create events I actually started a Facebook group called large vegan organizers large vegan event organizers unite and I have, I think there's over a thousand people in there now that are event organizers from around the world. And that's been a really great resource for people that want to learn how to organize an event at any level, whether it's a talk for Serena or <laughs> um, having a larger scale food festival that has thousands of people come. Um, let's learn from each other. I think that's something that's really powerful within our community is to, to leverage each other's resources and knowledge, because a lot of us don't have we we've come to what we're doing within activism without um uh like like me as an event coordinator I've always loved organizing events but I don't have any formal education in it I don't I don't have a business degree you know I went to school for community health and environmental sustainability and so I think a lot of us find us in these positions and we want to do more but they need resources so definitely use us use me and Serena and Tammy <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I second everything Chelsea said. 
That's amazing. Well, I feel really resourced just after this conversation. So thank you. And it, and it is really important that we utilize each other's strengths because otherwise it feels so overwhelming. So, and there's a lot of us, veganism is increasing very quickly, isn't it? Um, maybe we Definitely. will vegan world by 2026. So well, thank you both so much. Um, a lot of the resources you will see on the YouTube channel for the Million Vegan Grandmothers, we will have them, uh, the websites listed, how you can get a hold of Chelsea and Serena. And please go on to veganearthdaymarch.org and sign up for the newsletter. So thank you both very much. Namaste, vegan. Thank you. Thank you.